Welcome to Achieve More, the High Performance Transformation Podcast, where we discuss tactical, easy-to-use ways to help community and broader public sector organizations, teams, and individuals to transform and achieve higher performance. I am your host, Michael Scheel, and I am a high-performance coach and transformation consultant. I help people and teams find their vision, learn how to overcome their barriers, improve, and transform their lives and organizations and achieve so much more. Welcome to the Achieve More Podcast. My name is Michael Scheel. I'm a high-performance coach and a transformation consultant. I help people and teams overcome challenges and achieve peak potential using neuroscience and high-performance skills, tools, and approaches. Today I want to talk about uh, effective communications. I'm going to actually give you 10 principles of effective communication plans. The reason I'm giving these principles is these are the approaches that I have learned over the last 25 years of doing literally hundreds of projects. These are the principles that help me create the right plan for each of those different kinds of projects. So these principles work for small projects, they work for massive projects. And the reason why, I think actually communication principles are even more important than just telling what is a communication plan because they're the different things that you need to think about in order to plan out strategically how you're gonna be more effective with, with communicating with your stakeholders. You know, effective communications can, can really save your project, even if you're facing massive challenges or making, even if you're making great progress. So they bring the stakeholders, and the reason why is they bring the stakeholders along on the journey. So a, a good communications plan allows you to engage them the right way uh, at the right time. You get to tell each stakeholder the information that they need in order to go through that sort of change and acceptance process as you're introducing that solution. So, so you educate them, you get their point of view, you engage with them, they learn to accept and support your solution. On the flip side, if you don't do effective communications, it can really negative, negatively impact even the best projects, even if you're making great progress. Because people will be left wondering what's going on. They won't know that you're making great progress. They won't know that you've resolved the challenges that they might have reported to you. They might not be aware of all the great things that you're doing. And if you don't tell people what's happening, they're gonna make it up in their heads or even worse, the rumor mill will. And at that point in time, it can be pretty hard to come back and, and to win, win their favor over. Stakeholders will basically end up responding to your project from a place of uncertainty, skepticism, or fear. Okay, so we know why it's important. Let's jump right in. 10 principles. Principle number one, base your communication plan on your stakeholder analysis. You want your communication plan to be strategic, supportive, and communicative, yes, but you also want your communications to achieve something in terms of your, pro your, your project progress or support. I discussed back in podcast number six, which was, I think it's called Your Secret Weapon to Successful Projects, that an effective stakeholder impact assessment is super effective at helping you understand the journey of each of your stakeholders throughout the project, but it's also helpful for you to think about how, given where they are in that journey, how do I want to communicate and engage with them? So having that stakeholder analysis, to me, that's the first thing that I do before I do any other sort of communication stuff because it lets you understand what their journey is. Okay, principle number two is to be consistent. Change is way more successful and achievable when there's consistent communication from the beginning all the way through the project. And do not wait to communicate only when you know something. I'm gonna say this again. Do not wait to communicate only when you know something. If you don't communicate, that rumor mill will. And I love the idea of communicating early and often. 
and you can tell your, your, your stakeholders, look, here's what I know, here's what I don't know, and I will tell you more when I do know. Number three, use a variety of communication methods. So multiple methods are way more effective in terms of the breadth of communication, like reaching more people, as well as the depth, giving them that actual information they need. People can be overwhelmed. People can be doing lots of things. They may not have seen your first communication. So they need, you, you need to try it multiple times. Also, different people uh, communicate different ways, or they communicate better, or they learn uh, more effectively in different ways. Some people are visual. Some people are auditory. So try a variety of different communication methods. Principle number four. Leverage your existing communication avenues. And this is most important, I think, if you've got stakeholder groups or different organizations you're working with. It's way more effective to use communication avenues and protocols that are already in place than to create something new. I'll give you an example. A uh, good 10, 15 years ago, I was a project manager on a project to create back office shared service for, I think it was somewhere between 18 and 20 different hospitals in the GTA area. And we had a lot of communication due to herd all of those cats, the C-suite for all 20 hospitals. We wanted them to move in the same direction. And so what we did is we created a communication plan and allowed each organization to use their own already existing internal communication processes to communicate the same messages, but in the way that made sense for their culture and their processes that existed. Number five, be selected about the selective about the communicator. So generally speaking, change is best communicated by the closest authority figure to the staff person that's going to be impacted. People don't want to hear first about a massive change to, to, to themselves from the CEO or the executive director because it, it creates a sense more of a sense of fear, at least this is what studies have shown. But the, that same staff person will know and trust and accept the communication from someone closer, maybe their manager or supervisor, because this person can explain the change that's happening in terms that they understand and it can seem less daunting or threatening. So think about, you know, maybe starting communication from someone closer and then over time you can use somebody who's higher up in the organization to communicate some of the more broader themes. Uh, number six, always monitor for effectiveness. I think it's really important to plan, monitor, and assess how your communications are, are, are working uh, on a regular basis. Uh, are you engaging appropriately? Are people getting the message? Are they responding to it? Uh, are they hearing what you're trying to tell them? So a simple sort of plan, do, check, act, PDCA type of model works just fine in these situations. Number seven, uh, transparency is the principle here. I think it's always best to be transparent and truthful as you can in the communications. Tell the stakeholders what you do and don't know and when you'll know more. Even if it's hard news to hear, I think it's better to be truthful about it than to try to hide it and wait. People can usually tell when you're trying to hide something and they're going to resent that. And like I've said before a couple of times, if you wait until you get better news or different news, the more you wait, the better the chance that the rumor mill is going to fill in and they're going to communicate things that the rumor mill will communicate things that you don't want it to. Uh, number eight principle is to create avenues for two-way communication. So you want to find ways for the people, the stakeholders, whoever it is you're communicating with to be able to respond, to ask questions, inquire, and give you feedback. This is also another way where you can get effective feedback on how well things are working. So uh, multiple avenues, again, email, phone, meetings, whatever it is, so that you can have that two-way engagement back and forth so that takes the stress and the fear away from the people who are hearing things and allows them to be able to ask questions, allows them to, them to be able to engage you at the time that they need it through the journey of the project.
Principle number nine is focus on the important questions. You know, when people hear about change, and most projects are about change, they typically want to know, you know, why is it happening? Why is it happening now? What's it going to improve? What does this mean for me? And I tell you this from a very practical sense, many of the staff who are impacted by big changes, typically I think the questions that they ask are, is my pay going to be impacted? Is my job going to be impacted? That's pretty rational thinking. I think that's that, that makes sense to me that people think about that. So understanding that and knowing that they want those big questions asked and that's what's going through their head at the time allows you to create communications that allows you to address the fears that they might be having. And finally, principle number 10 is uh, make sure that your plan is organic. It's going to change. This isn't, this isn't a one and done thing. This is, you know, a good communication plan is going to change over time because the project changes over time. Your stakeholders' knowledge change over changes over time. Their fears might change over time. They might have more or less. Different people feel more fearful at the beginning. Some people fear uh, grow their fear about what's going to happen later on as, as rubber hits the road a little bit. So, so know that your plan is going to change and, and be adaptive and flexible. All right, so those are the 10 principles for really effective communications. Number one, base it on your stakeholder analysis. Number two, be consistent. Number three, use a variety of communication methods. Number four, leverage your existing communication avenues that might already exist. Principle number five, be selective about the communicator. Principle number six, monitor for effectiveness. Principle number seven is transparency. Principle number eight is create avenues for two-way communications. Principle number nine is focus on those important questions. And principle number 10 is for your plan to be organic and flexible. Okay, that's everything I wanted to talk about for that topic for this week. Uh, if you want to learn more about the sort of the secrets of effective planning and managing of successful projects, I'm constantly writing up blogs and podcasts and developing courses and webinars on how to use neuroscience and high-performance tactics to improve your project or your own personal performance. So if you want, sign up for my email blast. I have a weekly blast where I send out uh, the latest podcasts, blogs, and some surprise content from time to time that helps you learn those tactics. If you want to do that, jump on over to my website, invictus.coach, and you can scroll down on any screen and you will see the sign-up form. Thanks, everybody, and have a great week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Our goal is to help as many people as possible learn how to improve, transform, and achieve higher performance for themselves, their teams, and their organizations. So if you like what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. All of that helps others find us and helps us to achieve our goal of inspiring, engaging, and educating people and teams to improve and achieve more. You can also find the show notes to our website on our website at www.scg.team. Anything I reference in today's episode or any important links will be posted there as well. And while you're at our site, you can also subscribe to our weekly email blast so you don't miss it. Thanks again and have a great day.